Um, good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Do you see my face? Okay, I feel released now. Um, um, I thank God for bringing me here to worship together, together with you, my brothers and sisters in this church called St. Luke's. And also, I thank uh, Reverend John. I think last seven or eight years, we were together in his church in, in what? Uh, Kent. So I also thank my brothers and sisters, Dr. Zoh and Monica, those who bring me here to meet again. This is all, uh, I feel that this is a family reunion in this church. Thank you very much, all of you. And um, allow me to bring the warmest greetings from the church of the province of Myanmar, the Anglican Church in Myanmar. So we have all together eight dioceses. So they all greet you here. So let me start my sermon by reading a scripture passage taken from today's gospel reading, Matthew chapter 7, verse 17, verse 7. Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. These are the words that Jesus said to his disciples, Peter, Joseph, and John, because they are afraid of seeing the glory of God, which reflects on the face of Jesus, together with Moses and Elijah. This is about the transfiguration of Jesus. Jesus' face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. This event of transfiguration of Jesus on the mountain is a proof, it's a proof, or a confirmation that God and his providence is always with whom he loves and who have been working with him to complete his will and his plan, God's plan, which is to save the world from eternal destruction or condemnation or suffering. So, just before Jesus' Jesus' transfiguration, he openly told his disciples, we can see in Matthew chapter 16, verse 21, he said, he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teacher of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day he, he be raised to life. When the disciples heard it, they were full of confusion. How this king of kings, who has full of power, could be arrested and killed, they don't understand. Now, on the mountain, top of the mountain again, Jesus' appearance changed. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. What is this? So therefore, the disciples were full of confusion, full of fear and trembling. So in that situation, what Jesus said to them, 
Jesus said, Get up. Don't be afraid. Like the disciples, sometimes the lives of Christians are full of fear, like us. Full of fear and confusion, especially when we have been facing with life and death in our, in our life. But my brothers and sisters in Christ, remember what Jesus said. Get up and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because God is always with us. His providence is always intervening when we are facing with difficulties in dilemma in our lives. So here, allow me to, to share you about how God intervened in my life amongst the suffering of the people of Myanmar, particularly Christian people in Myanmar, especially in my life. I heard that I got only 10 or 12 minutes. <laughs> I have many stories, life and death story in my life, but I will abridge and I will use only one uh, experience that I want to share you. Before that, you know, a little bit about Myanmar. Myanmar or Burma is, you know, a country, sandwich country between two powerful nations, China and India. And also, we have been struggling to finish our silver war now almost 70 years, 70 years. Not many people outside Myanmar knows about our suffering. Burmese people are very quiet, very timid, but very powerful. They, we have been immune system to resist all the sufferings in our life along these 70 years Civil War. Up to now, many people were killed, you know, fight each other, something like that. And then that civil war creates our country to come into the very great poverty. We are full of natural disasters and the man-made disasters. Political instability of the country, mainly because of disunity between the civil government and military and so on. For the time being, we have been receiving pressure from the world. The world and media do not understand what really Burma is. That is why I want to invite you, come and see and live with us for a while. At least three months, you will know what is the truth. So, all these suffering pushed the country Myanmar to fall into very thick hole of suffering especially Christians who are minority. Only 6% of the population among 55 million of Burma. So, and most ethnic minority armed groups, those who are also Christian, fought back for their liberation and self-autonomy and justice, you know, fighting for their liberation you know, with the government. So this is, this is, you know, very hard for us. You know, I have to lead this country for the Anglican people. Not only Anglican, I'm the president of Myanmar Council of Churches. We have to face with the ethnic groups. We have to face with the government, military, and so on. Also, the churches in great poverty, even sometimes our priests do not have any salary a year or two because we don't have any fund for them. So 
I feel very sorry and I am very disappointed, almost collapse. Couldn't sleep, sleepless nights, many, many, many. So I, I pray God, and I couldn't pray God. And then I start thinking, it's better. I step down and quick as the archbishop. At the time, I got a phone ring from my friends, who is from Philippines. The primate of Philippines called me. He didn't know anything, what, what was happening to me. Hi, Stephen, how are you? I'm not too well, my friend. What happened? I explained everything. So, oh, Stephen, come to my, uh, my country. We have a very fine mountain. There, a retreat house. You need to take rest at least two or three weeks there. Oh, it's a good idea. That's why I brought seven bishops from Myanmar and some church leaders to that mountain to have a retreat in Philippines. This place is called Tajan. Have you ever been to Philippines? Okay, you might know the Tajan. No? It's a mountain area, it's a very cool area. When we arrived at the mountain, it was dark. I didn't see anything. So it's, I, I was very, you know, tired, and, but I couldn't sleep. And at night, you know, I woke up and prayed at about 1 p.m., 1 a.m. in the morning. When I pray, within five minutes, strange thing happened. Smoke from ceiling came down to me. When it touched my skin, I, I, my body, I got a goose skin. I feel very happy. What was that? But also I was afraid and I shouted, fire, fire. Nobody came to me. Then I opened my door and looked at other rooms. All my friends are sound asleep. I couldn't wake them up. And then I go down and shout, fire, fire. Nobody came to me. Then I go back to my room again, and this happened again to me. I was so happy, thrilled. And then I start dancing myself, you know, among the smoke. So smoke are very bright uh, smoke. Then strengthened happened again. The two shades slowly, slowly came to me. The nearer, the taller, the two shades. When it came to nearer, like my, uh, my friends here, I saw it is very tall one. But I couldn't sleep the face, couldn't sleep the legs, but I only see the body, and it has its wings, two wings. Color is not red color, like uh, Monica's color, something like that. Then I afraid, and who are you, sir? I asked. That person told me, I am Michael. Wow, Michael. Another one, my right side. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't see his face and his leg. His body is white, and then wings, two wings white. Who are you, sir? I asked the tall man. He replied me, I am Gabriel. When Gabriel told me, I feel myself, you know, bust out. You know, fire, firewoods bust out, something like that. 
When a firewood buds out, a little angels appear. Next one busts out, a little angel appear. The angels, many angels appear. Small, like that, two inch, big one, you know, tall one, like our, our brother John. Many angels appear and sing very joyous songs, like the choir, you know. These things, but I don't understand their language, but I know it is holy, holy and glory, glory. I was so happy and danced with these angels. A friend of mine from Australia, uh, Nicole, wrote about my story, Dancing with the Angel. I think you can find it in Australia, in the United States. Here I give the books to uh, Bishop Tim Deacon of Diocese of Winchester. So I danced the whole night with these angels. Then I realized that I was not in heaven. I'm just in this very huge room. The floor, uh, wooden floor. So I, I thought that because I was dancing jam, everybody will wake up and scold me. That's why I opened door again and I saw my look after my, my friends. All the bishops got very sound sleep. A friend of mine, Bishop of Mandalay, I draw him and he dropped down from the bed. But he didn't, you know, wake up. Then again, I go back to my room, pray again, that's happened again. Then suddenly, I saw a face very quick, very, very familiar face. And then I look, look for this face. Who is that? Who is that? I took, you know, hours and hours to find amongst the angels. Eventually, I found out this person who is my real father who passed away seven years ago. He greeted me, my son. His face is like, you know, bright as bright as, you know, you know, light and so on. Very youthful. We greet each other. He told me, son, look at this. Multitude of people. I didn't know most of them, but some I know. Some are my old bishops, my pastors, my relatives, those who have passed away many years ago. But I didn't know, you know, I didn't feel. I'm not afraid. But I just, you know, very happy and dance with them also the whole night. At the 7 o'clock in the morning, the duck, you know, the smoke slowly went away. I realized that I'm not in heaven and I just with my nice dress. That is, I go, get down to the dining hall. All the bishops are waiting for me. My bishops and then some, you know, uh, American bishops, some Filipino bishops waiting for me to have dinner. Uh, to have breakfast. When they, they saw me, they were very stunned at me. And then I share about my experience last night. It seems to me that they didn't believe it and they you know, disappear from the dining hall one by one. <laughs> and then later I found out that Stephen become mad. Something like that. Then I was get back to my room, change my dress and go down to the conference hall to, to, to start retreat. Nobody talked to me the whole day. You know, they just talk to each other and they, they look at me and... What is that? Later, I found out that they are seriously discussing among themselves. Stephen, because he's very tired. 
and then he got sick, and then they tried to send me to the, you know, mental hospital. But I didn't know that. But because nobody talked to me, and that's why I went back to my room and prayed again. So at about 4 o'clock in the evening, the vicar of the church came to me. Oh, as we show up now, seven bishops from Myanmar came to my church. You should preach tomorrow. Okay, I'll preach. Bring me, bring me the scripture passages. And he went back and bring me, brought me a voucher, a booklet about his church. I look at the voucher. The church name is St. Michael's and all angels. Wow. Maybe God gave me the confirmation, last night vision. And then I rushed and opened the page and I saw the scripture passage. Old Testament passage, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to 8. What is that? When King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw God on the throne, sitting on the throne. The throne is full of the glory and smoke, came down from heaven to uh, earth. There are lots of angels flying over him. Each angel has six wings. Two, they cover their face. Another two, they cover their legs. Another two, they are flying. Wow, this is a very fun confirmation. That's why I jump up again and sing hallelujah. And then I saw that my vision is true. Vision is true. The next day, in the church, I preached. Most of the people cry. Some of the people run away from the church. Some people, you know, uh, faint, faint down on the floor. I thought that this is a charismatic church. Not only ordinary charismatic church, but also extreme charismatic church, Anglican. So I thought like that, and after the, uh, the service, I changed my dress in the vestry. The priests, Paris priests and, you know, the church council rushed into me and, Harvey Shaw, very strange. Nothing happened in our, in our lives of our history, of our church. So why? People are run away. People claps him. People faint down. Nothing happened like that because our church is Anglo-Catholic church. Even playing the guitar, very carefully using the guitar in the church. Why? So why people ran away? They, they told me that because you, you, you preach, you saw your father in heaven. Why people faint out? Yes, they faint out and when they wake up, they have diabetes and some, you know, Disease gone. Why people cry? We don't know they cry. So something like that, my friend. So I let me conclude my sermon. Otherwise, it's too long, maybe three or four hours. Because in our, in our country, if you preach only 10 minutes, you are not a good preacher. <laughs> At least we have to preach an hour. In some places, three hours. In some remote area, the whole night. We will dance, we preach, we eat, and not dance, preach the whole night. Now, uh, allow me to conclude my sermon. My friends, the kingdom of God is here on earth and with us. 
when Jesus, when the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God, where is it, when it will come? In Luke, I think, chapter 17, verse 21, Jesus replied, we cannot see the kingdom of God is there and there and there. The kingdom of God is in you, amidst you, and among you. I read this passage many times and I don't understand. But when I received this vision from God, I totally understand, my friends. Kingdom of God is with us. We cannot see it by our own physical eyes. We can see only our eyes of our spirit, eyes of our faith. Everyone can touch by this kingdom and the glory like Jesus on the mount. When he is in the very difficult situation, Jesus is about to go on trial and, you know, be killed. At the time, God intervened. On the top of the mountain, Jesus was touched by this glory of God. He changed. In our lives as a Christians, as a human being, we have been facing with many problems, difficulties, the life, life and death. Don't worry about, my, about it, about everything, my friends, because God is with us. If you believed in him, he is always with us. So my brothers and sisters, the kingdom of God is here. God is here. The glory is here on earth. This is human right. Real human right. All human beings have the right, has the right to touch by this kingdom, this power, and this glory. I came here to announce that good news to you all. Don't worry about anything. You maybe fail in your life. Your health, your financial, your work, your job, even death. When you death, you will raise again. That is my brothers and sisters. Get up. Don't be afraid. Walk together. Join hands together to extend the kingdom of God in this world, in England, in Myanmar, and all over the world. May God bless you all. Thank you.